0: Welcome back to Say Your Story, everyone. I'm Dean Stevens, and that is the music of Grace McNally. She is um, actually our guest today on Say Your Story. Grace, the station manager at Ohm Radio. Um, it's where we both use all of our Say Your Stories on, on not only this format, the podcast format, and wherever you're listening to today, but also we run it on the local Nonprofit radio station here in Charleston and so Grace is the she's the station manager and um, I you know see her uh, quite a bit uh, producing the show and so you know we just started having conversation uh, a while back about how she was working on this album and how long it had taken her to to produce it and to realize it and it drops today Uh, it is called full circle and so Today on Say Your Story, we truly come full circle with Grace McNally. You know, we start on this Monday, um, and the album releases Thursday, which is when this will air. Um, So we really get to talk about, you know, are the nerves gone? Is there anxiety? Is there... What is there?
1: I feel like it's time. You know, I'm like ready to like release it into the world and... Um, I'm so excited for people to hear it and to hear what people, you know, think about it and um, feedback and that kind of thing. So I'm really just looking forward to sharing it now, you know.
0: What about the, um, you know, when I, when you and I first talked about it and you shared that, you know, you had been working on this album. Um, I think the thing that stunned me um, the most is how long this process has taken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, it dates back to when?
1: Well, technically, like I had the idea for the album in 2015. That's, so it's, yeah. That's
0: eight it's years.
1: Been, yeah, I know. It's crazy. I mean... You know, you probably have this. I feel like, you know, creatives, like you get an idea and it kind of sticks in your head.
0: And it won't and leave.
1: It won't leave. Yeah. And that's pretty much what happened with this album was, you know, 2015 graduating college. I remember sitting in my professor's, Mark Renier's office, you know, talking about the future And I just had this, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to do a album that kind of showcases the folk music of the Americas. Um, And, you know, and I I didn't, I'd always wanted to travel, you know, I knew I wanted to travel to post-college and, you know, do some, some of that. I didn't know that I would actually end up traveling to each, you know, to like, Central America and then South America, and I definitely didn't think I would return to Charleston <laughs> <laughs> um, when I yeah when I left I thought I was you know gone for good so it was definitely full of surprises
0: I'm interested to know what your professor said when you said that to him.
1: I can't remember honestly, but I know he was definitely supportive like he was always yeah. so um yeah, patient and supportive and, like, encouraging, you
0: know. And I think that's all, and that's what it's supposed to be about, right? That's what, to me, that's what college is supposed to be about. It's not about, you know, grinding away for four years because your parents tell you you have to go grind away for four years or five years or however long it takes people to get through, but it's being able to find that that person and that voice, you know, who supports, you know, what what your vision is, right?
1: Mm hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and those like men- that mentorship relationship, I think, in college is. Is so important. And so and I feel so lucky to have had that with Mark um, and he was really like a huge reason why I came to the College of Charleston in the first place, um, because I really felt like we connected um, and, you know, it was a good it seemed like a good fit in terms of student mentor you know yeah relationship yeah
0: so the musical journey for you i mean that is it this is this is a family thing isn't it i mean it's in your dna
1: <laughs> yeah the irish you know um <laughs> we definitely it's definitely in the dna uh, my dad my both my parents you know played my dad really plays still. He plays drums. My mom grew up grew up playing um, piano and flute, and really listens to everything under the sun. I mean, she really exposed me and my siblings to all kinds of different music. Um, and my sister is an amazing vocalist, and my brother plays bass. So we really have a family band in the making. We just you haven't are, you
0: are gotten- the Part- <laughs> you are the Partridge family.
1: Yeah. Like, now it's my dad's dream you know to get us all together and it'll happen it will happen one day you know group family band so yeah there was always music playing we always had music playing at the house um and my mom you know is really the reason why we us kids like all learned an instrument she really wanted us to have that skill
0: mm, what yeah. was the first thing you played guitar or piano
1: guitar yeah it was guitar from day one it was pretty much love at first sight
0: <laughs> I love that and when people get a chance yeah. to listen to um, the album and you were kind enough to share it with me and um, it was such a pleasure to listen to a delight to listen to not because you know I've I've got to know you a bit over the last year or so um, but just to be able to hear hear that guitar and and a lot of times you know I mean I grew up I grew up listening to music and and a vocalist but but to be able to hear that how you play the guitar and what it and as it roll and it rolls off your fingers is I mean that's the best way I can say it. It's the best way I can describe yeah. it. It just rolls <laughs> off your you. fingers. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> um so the the idea and putting this together with the places you've traveled and you know part of your podcast travel notes Um, Mm -hmm. was that the initial idea eight years ago?
1: Um, I can't remember, you know, I, I, I think I knew that there was a connection between West Africa and Charleston, um, which of course West Africa is not part of, you know, that's obviously the other Mm -hmm. side of the world, but, um, I was aware like that influence I was aware of and I wanted I knew I wanted to dig deeper into that um, mostly also because um, my parents met and got married in Senegal and so mm. um, I knew we listened to like Senegalese music growing up and, and West African music um, and I was interested in that connection and that was kind of a personal it was like a little bit personal but also like the history um, just to like learn more and that was so like this element of connection was always kind of in the back of my mind um, but I don't think I was I was surprised to find the amount of similarities and musical continuities that I did traveling, you know mm. Um. so it was kind of like a also an organic process like kind of process of discovery Mm -hmm. um while traveling and then coming back to charleston and hearing the rhythms that i heard in brazil in churches here in charleston Mm -hmm. and being like what you know Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah, there is a connection there, isn't there?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um here, you know, it's known this rhythm the gulla clap is, is known as the gulla clap here, and then in Brazil it shows up as this rhythm called baiao, And that's from the northeast part of um Brazil. And when you look back at history it, it makes a lot of sense because in Golan a huge amount of Angolans landed in the northeast part of Brazil, namely um, Salvador de Bahia, the city on the coast. And the same thing happened here in Charleston. Um, the word Gullah, mm-hmm.
0: you know, is believed
1: to come from Angola, Gullah, people of the rice. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's, um, it's pretty cool, you know. I mean, I it's, a, it's, it's a cool connection to, have, you know, made musically. Um, and, that's really what kind of came made the journey come full circle was kind of coming back to Charleston and and confirming that. And, um, yeah,
0: I like what you did there with full circle, by the way, um, (laughs) by the way, the name of the album is full circle. The, um, so when, when you come up with this, uh, when you come up with this idea and you start read, I imagine you researched it. Did you find that other people, other musicians um, may have produced the same kind of journey that you did.
1: Oh yeah. I think um, this has been something, especially over the last, you know, maybe 10 years, I'm not sure exactly how long, but there's, there's been tons of artists who have, I mean, even from the album, I think of Paul Simon,
0: um, Graceland, like he,
1: yeah. Like even far back, you know,
0: I think Musicians "Rhythm of the Saints" was the same way.
1: Yes! Oh my gosh, such a good album. Um, he actually traveled to Salvador and recorded it with um, this drum group called Olodum. Yep. In Salvador, and yeah, it's you know, so it's definitely it's definitely been done before. Um, mm. And I think uh, there's a reason for that. I mean, the music it's 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 an exciting um musically it's very interesting you know and um i personally love finding like just i mean through travel notes do the same thing as just finding points of connection where there might not be it might not be obvious or there might not um yeah it just might be kind of just piecing places together and kind of tracing back where where did this sound come from and does it show up somewhere else in the world? Um, and why? So, yeah.
0: What, um, biggest frustration, biggest roadblock putting this thing together?
1: (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Um, well in the beginning it was just doing it, you know, like really getting myself to like do it kind of coming to the terms with like that if I didn't, no one was going to do it for me, in other words. like mm-hmm. I, I was going to ha- be the one to make it happen if it was going to happen. Um, so getting started was definitely a big um, first hurdle. And then, you and know, was that, I think... Was that
0: fear or was it complacency or was it uncertainty?
1: Probably a, maybe a little bit of everything. <laughs> a uh, third of each? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, all those I think it's, it was something I'd never done before. So there was a lot of unknown, a lot of like, can I do this? Like, um, and I knew it was going to take a lot of time and energy and money. And and I was like, do I just kind of, yeah. Just kind of like realizing like, this is going to be a big, big project. Um, and So that, you know, it's definitely the first. And then I would say like the biggest one too, and this is, you know, probably common with, I think albums and creative projects, just finding the fun um, Mm. to do it. Yeah. And that, you know, required did a lot of, I did a good amount of crowdsourcing crowdfunding um, and for the show, you know, I've been lucky enough to partner with some local and regional businesses as sponsors, which has been amazing. So the community is like, is really come through. That's um, and awesome. been so, so yeah, I've been so supportive, you know, in so many ways. I mean, uh, in monetarily, but then also, you know, just through spreading the word and, you know, encouragement and all of that. And so that's been my favorite part of the entire process was the community, um, that came with working on a project like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I would say the biggest, that was probably one of the biggest and just most uncomfortable. Cause I'd never, I don't feel comfortable asking. I've never felt comfortable like asking for money. I think it's, you know, it's yeah, it's definitely not an easy thing to do. Um, and so, yeah. And so that's kind of, that was part, I would say that's probably the biggest, um, frustration.
0: What's, what's the last piece of music you listened to when you were driving into work today when I called you?
1: Oh my gosh, that's a good question. I was actually listening to Shameless Plug Ohm Radio.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Um, yeah, I have no idea what song was playing, but it was a good one. It was um it was in another language. It was kind of got a, had a world music vibe. Um which I always love hearing on the radio. And um Yeah. What was the first but, concert you saw? Oh, first concert. Um it was definitely something with my parents, but I don't know, remember, um, my first. Um,
0: which is the know, one that I made it, which to... is the one that made a difference in your life? How about that?
1: <laughs> oh gosh, that's a good question.
0: Do you want me to come back to it?
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Let's come back to that one. I will. Think on it. All
0: right. We'll come back to that one. Those are usually the easy ones. Um, my first concert was in eighth grade. Eighth
1: grade? Who'd you see?
0: We saw, um, my older brother and I drove to downtown Houston to go see the, uh, to see Bad Company. Bad Company, old rock and roll band.
1: Oh, cool. You guys drove, where were you driving from?
0: Uh, We live probably 20 minutes outside of the city in Houston, but I think about it all the time. I'm thinking I would never have let my 16 year old take my 14 year old in a car the middle of downtown Houston to go see a concert at a big venue no way no not for five yeah, seconds that's a, <laughs> um,
1: that's a pretty solid move by your parents they sounded they're pretty cool I know to let you guys do that I know
0: yeah. I mean we I still have all my old concert tickets you know at concerts for seven bucks a piece you know back wow in, I know well that also Even. dates how old I am um, but yeah, I mean, music, I was just, I was telling my wife over the weekend, um, cause we started, my youngest son and I started buying vinyls again.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, record stopped down on King street, shameless plug, just because I like them so oh, yeah. much. they have got, they've got They're a really, great. really cool selection, you know, but I told her, I was like, I used to just sit around in my room and listen to albums all day and read, oh, yeah. and read the liner notes. It was just really cool.
1: You know, um, I, I think albums are such a, like, it's such a physical, it is something that you kind of want to, like, spend a few hours doing, you know, because it's like, it's kind of like this, it's different than just pressing play on your phone, you know, on Spotify yeah. or something. Because, um, like, the physical act of, like, taking it out of the the cover, putting it on the record player, you know, setting it up, and adjusting the volume and yes. settings and then yeah and the liner notes are always I didn't realize how incredible liner notes are on <laughs> albums like
0: <laughs> it's true
1: yeah the writing is a, it's like almost like a piece of it's like a whole nother art in itself mm-hmm. um yeah so I agree I mean well I didn't grow up listening to albums but I have started buying them um again in the last you know, last couple of years. And it's a really fun, yeah, it's a great way to, to listen to music.
0: It's a good way um, to spend an afternoon as well. When you go in and you just get lost flipping literally flipping yes. through albums, um, totally. you know, and again, it takes you back to, I mean, it takes me back to, I mean, my aunt walked me into a huge record store in Denver, Colorado. I probably was, I don't know. I probably was 11 maybe. And I just remember Mm -hmm. walking into, it was a Peaches. That was the name of the record store. Some people may remember it, but it was, it was huge. And I was just blown Mm -hmm. away. Right. And, um, I mean, I think we, we spent most of the day there. And so walked out with, um, Elton John's Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. Right. And so (laughs) I don't remember, I don't remember what I did last Thursday, but I remember buying that album at Peaches (laughs) You know
1: Yeah, yeah. Fifty mm-hmm.
0: years ago. Mhm. So just the and power music.
1: And why do you music. think? Yeah, the power of music exactly. I was gonna ask. Yeah, why you think it was so memorable? But it is. It's the power of music. I don't know. That,
0: it's experience. Yeah. I think. You know, when I when yeah. um you know my aunt was uh in this. It was a huge influence musically in my life, and um, you know, I remember visiting and and listening to albums with her, and then. You know again, her um you know her she is she saw the Beatles and red rocks, right, so I mean she's oh, wow. in her early seventies now, but so she introduced me to a whole new genre of music um I think right, the old Van Morrison albums and you know the good the good old stuff like that, so um I yeah. don't know, yeah, music has just always been it's an experience if you allow it to be um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean I would rather excuse me, I would, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine laying on the couch, listening to music all day.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Just different kinds of stuff. Um, so, so yeah, but like, as you, you know, as you relate it back to your family and your siblings and your parents, you know, it is Mm -hmm. why you are what you are today. Right.
1: Oh yeah. Huge. I can't imagine life without it. You know, it's actually, it's, it's really impossible um to imagine yeah like what life would be without without music um you know as a as a as a companion it almost feels like a companion in life but then also as something to just you know talk with people about and connect with people over you know it's like food it's like i feel like you know you pretty Mm. much go anywhere and talk to people about um you know what do they listen what do they like to listen to? Yeah yeah, what was their you know, yeah, memorable concert or something like that? so definitely. mm-hmm and
0: that's what I love, because again it's it's a way to um, to learn. Um, and learn and because again, I mean, when I listened to your album the other day, that was the first time I had heard that type of music influenced by, by where you traveled right and it was so cool you know and I go back to that to you performing um at the TEDx talks here in Charleston oh yeah and that Mm -hmm. was that was really when I when I first heard you play and saw you play like that It was really cool That experience was huge for you.
1: It was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, it was, um, an incredible experience. Um, and it was, it was, you know, yeah. It was the first time I think that was like the most people I'd performed in front of, you know in the combination of, like, live and, like, this on the stream. Were you there a lot in the audience?
0: mm no. I didn't make it.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, the stream, yeah, between the live and the stream, it was, you know, a lot of people, and it was just so – it was definitely, like, as that, with that group, too, like, our biggest – one of our biggest performances, um, and so that was just really, really cool um, to be able to share it. Yeah, on that platform. Okay. So.
0: And because you had – you took that step because you said, I have this dream and I'm going to pursue it, right? And that first day you said, I'm going to go for it and look where you are today.
1: Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is really, um, it's amazing what can happen when you like just kind of taking those first steps and committing to something and saying, okay, I'm going to see this through. I don't know what it's going to look like <laughs> Yeah. or sound like, you know, quite yet, but, you know, yeah let's let's make it happen
0: type thing so and that's where in our family we like to say faith over fear right regardless of whatever faith over f- fear, faith mm-hmm. over fear whatever your faith is whatever you believe in faith over fear you know because i mm-hmm. think that fear holds a lot of people back and i think you know you go back the last three or four years um and what's been happening and you know i hate it for you know our kids in high school and middle school had to learn virtually for for too long and um, yeah you know, and and again, it just changed it changed a lot, you know, and I think that um life is short, you know, and mm-hmm. it flies by so fast mm-hmm. so why mm-hmm. not why not go for it? you never know you never exactly. know
1: exactly, exactly that was um just on that kind of same note um when I first I think one of the biggest impact, like impactful moments I had. Right after graduating college, um, I volunteered in a hospice home in Austin, Texas. Mm. And just kind of seeing, like, you know, being present, like, and seeing kind of the end of life, you know, um, mm. that was really, like, a catalyzing moment where, yeah, exactly what you said earlier, life is short, why not go for it?
0: What, um, l- what led you to that place? Yeah.
1: You know, I just believe, I think, it, I really believe in the power of music as like therapy. Um, and I I just, I think I was looking for something, a way to like give back with music, you know, mm-hmm. um, and provide it in a therapeutic setting. Um, Love that. And yeah, just kind of Googled, you know, a bunch of places, like, where they took volunteer musicians and it was this wonderful um, wonderful hospice home in in yeah Austin and they made it really you know they're just like yeah come set up play for you know an hour or two and it's just really um, impactful and I don't think I quite realized how, what a big impact it was going to have you know at the time but then mm-hmm. after after the fact yeah so
0: definitely and it led you to what I like to call the music capital of the world. And it led you back to my full circle since that's where I spent five years of my life going to college. So see how this all came full circle today. What? Oh, right?
1: look, another full C everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's so well, cool. Where'd, school, where'd you go to school? UT Austin?
0: Uh-huh. I did. Oh, nice. That was yeah. a great school. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did. Yeah. Um, I bartended and listened to great music, probably a little more than I should have, and more than um, my professors preferred me to. But that was okay. It was all, <laughs> all part of the journey.
1: As you do. That's right. As yep, exactly. It's
0: all part of the journey. All right. So um, the album release today, or um, Thursday, the fourth. We're recording this on Monday, so you know we're not going to try to fool anybody. So that comes out the fourth, and then right. the seventh um, is um, your big release party. You want to talk about it?
1: Oh yeah yeah the seventh we're gonna do the we're gonna perform um the entire album live Mm. downtown at first baptist church and it's gonna be at seven o'clock and it's gonna yeah just the entire every song you hear on the album is is gonna be you know performed by almost all the musicians who are on the actual album so it's really exciting um we're, we're everyone's been working super hard getting getting ready for it and so excited oh. I don't know I'm just ready excited to celebrate and
0: that's awesome yeah. and so anybody can show up <laughs> or the tickets need to go to a website to or just yeah
1: it... it's Yes, for more information, you can check out um, my website, music.com under the full circle tab. There's a button where you can, you know, find more information about the, the concert and also Instagram at um The link in my bio, but yeah, it's an Eventbrite. It's also on Eventbrite if you're a local. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, super awesome. exciting.
0: Well listen, thanks for your time and um thanks for allowing um the ripple message to be shared as well um on yeah. radio over the last year or so. Really appreciate it and um we I love know ripple. it's certainly helped some of our nonprofits here. So um Well I am takes the village. It does <laughs> you said that the other day. It does. <laughs> yeah. And um I've been blessed to be graced uh with you in my life over the last year, so thank you.
1: Aw, team! The feeling is mutual, and thank you so much for having me on the show. I, you know, I'm a huge fan, so appreciate it.
0: Right on! Right back at you. <laughs> Have a great day.
1: Thanks. You too. Right, see you. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh,
0: thanks so much and uh, again it is a great listen it's a great vibe it's a different kind of sound um, than I'm used to listening to but um, I've listened to this album about four or five times now so um, really cool deal for her and uh, awesome to watch somebody who you know, had a dream at an early age and decided to kind of overcome that fear and push through it and find her way to this finished product it's called full circle her name of course grace McNally and um, I'm Dean Stevens this is say your story we are um, all part of the ripple family the ripple fund is a um, nonprofit I've been uh, privileged to be the executive director for the past 16 months we're an open office space here in uh, downtown Charleston, the incubator, if you will, for nonprofits. So it's been a great experience uh, working with everybody here. If you know somebody uh, in the local area of Charleston that may need some help, a nonprofit that may need some space, uh, you can certainly share my name uh, and my email. That is ripple.deanstevens at gmail.com. That's ripple.deanstephens at gmail.com. Love to help them out. Love to have a conversation. Love to be able to connect to people who are doing such amazing work here in the low country. Uh, but for now, we thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you so much. Have a great weekend, everybody. May your days be filled with peace. May your nights be filled with quiet. <laughs>